0: Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, Saturday, Saturday, July 25th. First segment Psalm 57, Proverbs 25, Romans chapter 5, Psalm 57. Oh, why don't you pray with us, please? Dear Heavenly Father, you are an awesome God, the one and only. You created the heavens, the seas, the earth, and everything there is therein. I look up in all of you, Lord. I need you and got to have you. My trust is in you. God, when you look down upon me, little only. me, May I bring joy to your heart. May I never let you down. When persons see me, may they see you dead in me. The world is hard more difficult than I can bear. You make my life much better, knowing you are there. You give me strength. That you made a way for us to talk to each other. You sent your holy son, God, from heaven to teach us about your kingdom. A kingdom of God. And he sacrificed his life. Shed his blood. Because he loved me so much. He took my place on that cross. You give me the Holy Spirit dwelling in me. Thank you. Dear Dad, as we open up your book and read your word to you. Open up our heart. Open up our eyes. Open up our mind, open up our ears to the truth, the truth of who you are, truth of who we are. Restore us whole, use us for the purpose you made us for. Spirit of truth, teach us, teach us wisdom, teach us knowledge, teach us understanding. Thank you for being an appropriation of our sins, dear Jesus. Amen. Be merciful unto me, O God. Be merciful unto me. For my soul trusteth in Thee. Yea, in the shadow of Thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpast. I will cry unto God most high. And a God that performs all things for me. He shall send from heaven. And save me from the reproach of him. That would swallow me up. So God shall send forth his mercy and his truth. My soul is among lions. And I lie even among them that are set on fire. Even the sons of men whose teeth are spears and arrows, and their tongue a sharp sword. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. They have prepared a net for my steps. My soul will bow down. They have digged a pit before me, and to the mist whereof they are fallen themselves. Salam. My heart is fixed, O God. My heart is fixed. I will sing and give praise. Awake up, my glory. Awake, psalter harp. I myself will awake early. I will praise thee, O Lord, among the people. I will sing unto thee among the nations. For thy mercy is great unto the heavens, and thy truth unto the clouds. Be thou exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let thy glory be above all the earth. Psalm 57. Amen. Proverbs 25. These are also Proverbs of Solomon, which the men of Hezekiah King of Judah copied out. It is the glory of God to conceal a thing, but the honor of kings is to search out of matter. The heaven for high, and the earth for theft, and the heart of kings is unsearchable. Take away the dross from the silver, and there shall come forth a vessel for the finer. Take away the wicked from before the king, and his throne shall be established in righteousness. Put not forth thyself in the presence of the king, and stand not in the place of great men. For better it is that it be said unto thee. Come up hither, than that thou shouldest be put lower in the presence of the prince whom thy eyes have seen. Go not forth hastily to strive, lest thou know what to do in the end thereof. When thy neighbor hath put thee to shame, debate thy cause with thy neighbor himself, and discover not a secret to another. Lest he that heareth it put thee to shame, thy infamy turn not away. A word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. As an earring of gold and an ornament of fine gold, so is a wise reprover upon an obedient ear. As the cold snow in the time of harvest, so is a faithful messenger to them that send him, for he refreshes the soul of his masters. Who so boasts himself of a false gift is like clouds and wind without rain. But long forbear. Is a prince persuaded, and a soft tongue breaketh the bone. Has thou found honey, eat so much as is sufficient for thee, lest thou be filled therewith and vomit. In it withdraw thy foot from thy neighbor's house lest he be weary of thee and so hate thee a man that bears false witness against his neighbor is a maul and a sword and a sharp arrow confidence in her unfaithful man in time of troubles like a broken tooth and a foot out of joint As he that taketh away a garment in cold weather and his vinegar upon nighter so is he that singeth songs to a heavy heart as thy enemy be hungry Give him bread to eat, and if he be thirsty, give him water to drink. For thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head, and the Lord shall reward thee. The north wind driveth away rain, so doth an angry countenance a biting tongue. It is better to dwell in the corner of the housetop than with a brawling woman and in a wide house. As cold waters to a thirsty soul. So it's good news from a far country. A righteous man falling down before the wicked is as a troubled fountain and a corrupt spring. It is not good to eat much, honey. So for men to search their own glory is not glory. He that have no rule over his own spirit is like a city that is broken down without walls. Proverbs 25, Amen. Romans chapter 5 Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, and patience experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost which is given unto us. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, Yet, for for a good man, some would have even dared to die. But God commanded his love toward us, and that, while we are yet sinners, Christ died for us. Much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if, when we were in the we were reconciled to God by the death of his Son, much more, being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And not only so, but we also join God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom we have now received the atonement. Wherefore, as by one man sin entered into the world, and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. For until the law's sin was in the world, but sin is not imputed when there is no law. Nevertheless, death reigned from Adam to Moses, even over them that had not sinned after the similitude of Adam's transgression, who is the figure of him that was to come, but not as the offense, so also is the free gift. For if through the offence of one many be dead, much more the grace of God, and the gift by grace, which is by one man. Jesus Christ hath abounded unto many. And not as it was by one that sinned, so is the gift, for the judgment was by one to condemnation. But the free gift is of many offences unto Justification. For if by one man's offense death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gifts of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Therefore, as by the offense of one judgment came upon all men to condemnation, even so by the righteousness of one, the free gifts came upon all men into justification of life. For as by one's man's disobedience many were made sinners, so by the obedience of one shall many be made righteous. Moreover the law entered, that the offense might abound, but where sin abounded, grace did much more abound, that as sin hath reigned in the death, Even so, might grace reign through righteousness unto eternal life by Jesus Christ our Lord. Romans chapter 5. Amen. Through the Bible and Holy Spirit order, first segment for Saturday, July 25th. Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, second segment for Saturday, July 25th. Romans chapter 6, 7, 8, and 9. Romans chapter 6. What shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin, that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we, that are dead to sin, live any longer therein? Know ye not that so many of us were baptized into Jesus Christ? were baptized into his death. Therefore we are buried with him by baptism to death. And like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life. For we have been planted together in the likeness of his death. We shall be also in the likeness of his knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, died no more. Death hath no more dominion over him, for in that he died, he died unto sin once. But in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin. But a lot unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not sin, therefore, reign in your mortal body, that we shall obey it in the lust thereof. Neither yield ye your members as instruments of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God, as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall not have dominion over you, For ye are not under the law, but under grace. What then? Shall we sin? Because we are not under the law, but under grace. God forbid. Know ye not that to whom ye yield your servants to obey? His servants ye are to whom ye obey. Whether there is sin unto the death are of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that ye were the servants of sin. But ye have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you. Being then made free from sin, ye become the servants of righteousness. I speak after the manner of men because of the infirmity of your flesh. For as ye have yielded your members servants to uncleanness, and iniquity, unto iniquity, even so now yield your members, servants, to righteousness, unto holiness. For in ye, or the servants of sin, ye were free from righteousness. What fruit had ye then in those things whereof ye are now ashamed? for the end of those things is death but now being made free from sin and become servants to God you have your fruit unto holiness and then everlasting life for the wages of sin is death but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord Romans chapter 7 know you not Brethren, for I speak to them that know the law, how that the law hath dominion over a man as long as he liveth. For the woman which hath an husband is bound by law to her husband so long as he liveth. But a husband be dead, she is loose from the law of her husband. So then, if, while her husband liveth, she be married to another man, she shall be called an adulteress. But if her husband be dead, she is free from that law, so that she is no adulteress, though she be married to another man. Wherefore, my brethren, ye also are become dead to the law of the body of Christ, that ye should be married to another, even to him who is raised from the dead, that we should bring forth fruit unto God. For when we were in the flesh, the motions of sins, which were by the law, did work in our members to bring forth fruit into death. But now we are delivered from the law, that being dead wherein we were healed, that we should serve in newness of the spirit, and not in the oldness of the letter. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? God forbid. Nay I had not known sin, but by the law. For I had not known lust except the law that said. Thou shalt not covet. But sin, taken occasion by the commandment, wrought me all manner of concupiscence, for without the law sin was dead. For I was alive without the law once, but when the commandment came, sin revived, and I died. And the commandment which ordained the life found to be unto death for sin, taken occasion by the commandment, deceived me, and by it it slew me. Wherefore the law is holy, and the commandment holy, and just and good. Was then that which is good made death unto me? God forbid. But sin, that it might appear sin, working death in me by that which is good, that sin, by the commandment, might become exceeding sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that I do, I not. But what I hate, that do I. If then I do that which I would not, I consent to the law that is good. Now then, it is no more I that do it I find then a law that, when I would be good, evil is present with me, for I delight in the law of God after the inward man. But I see another law in my members, warring against the law of my mind, and bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. O oh, wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from the body of this death? I thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord, so then with the mind I myself serve the law of God, but with the flesh the law of sin. Romans chapter 8 There is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus had made me free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin, that the Spirit is life because of righteousness, that if the Spirit of him that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his Spirit that dwelleth in you. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors not to the flesh to live after the flesh. For if we live after the flesh, we shall die. But if ye through the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the body, ye shall live. For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. For ye have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but ye have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, and so be that we suffer with him, that we may be also glorified together. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. For we know that the whole creation groaneth and travaileth and pain together until now, and not only they but ourselves also, which had the first fruits of the Spirit. Even we ourselves groan within ourselves, waiting for the adoption, to wit the redemption of our body. For we are saved by hope, but hope that is seen is not hope. For what a man seeth, why doth he hope for? But if we hope for that we see not, then do we have patience, wait for it. Likewise the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, for we know not what we should pray for as we are. But the Spirit itself maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. And he that searches the hearts, Notice what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. For whom he did for now, he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of a son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Moreover, whom he did predestinate, them he also called. And whom he called, them he also justified. And whom he justified, them he also glorified. Why shall we then say to these things of God before us, who can be against us? He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all. How shall he not with him also freely give us all things? Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifies. Who is he that condemns? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword, as it is written, For thy sake ye are killed all the day long, we are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loves us. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels nor principalities nor powers nor things present nor things to come nor height nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans chapter 9. I say the truth in Christ. I lie not my conscience also bearing me witness in the Holy Ghost, that I have great heaviness, and continual sorrow in my heart. For I could wish that myself were a curse from Christ for my brethren, my kinsmen according to the flesh, who are Israelites, to whom pertaineth the adoption, and the glory, and the covenants, and the giving of the law, and the service of God, and the promises whose are the fathers, of whom is concerning their flesh, Christ came, who is over all, God bless forever. Amen. Not as though the word of God hath taken none effect, for they are not all Israel, which are of Israel, neither, because they are the seed of Abraham, are they all children, but in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is, they which are the children of the flesh these are not the children of god but the children of the promise are counted for the seed for this is the word of promise at this time will i come and sarah shall have a son and not only this but when rebecca also had conceived by one even by our father isaac for the children being not yet born neither having done any good or evil that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, The elder shall serve the younger. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth. But, God, but of God that showeth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that, that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will he hardeneth. Thou wilt say then unto me, Why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted his will? Nay, but, O man, who art thou that repliest against God? Shall the thing formed Say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? Has not the potter of power over the clay the same lump to make one vessel into honor and another into dishonor? What if God willing to show his wrath and to make his power known, endured with much long-suffering the vessels of wrath fitted to destruction, and that he might make known the riches of his glory in the vessels of mercy which he had afore prepared in the glory, even us, whom he hath called, not of the Jews only, but also of the Gentiles, as he saith also in O.C., "I will call them my people, which were not my people, and her beloved, which was not beloved." And it shall come to pass that in the place where it was said unto them, "Ye are not my people," There shall they be called the children of the living God. Isaiah also cries concerning Israel. Though the number of the children of Israel be as the sand of the sea, a remnant shall be saved. For he will finish the work and cut it short in righteousness, because a short work will the Lord make upon the earth. And as Isaiah said before, except the Lord of Sabaoth uh, have left us a seed. Uh, we had been uh, so, uh, <coughs> and been made like <coughs> unto Gomorrah. What shall we say then? That the Gentiles which follow not after righteousness have attained the righteousness, even the righteousness which is of faith. But Israel, which followed after the law of righteousness, hath not attained to the law of righteousness. Wherefore? Because they sought it not by faith, but as it were by the works of the law. For they stumbled at the stumbling stone, as it is written, Behold, I lay in Zion a stumbling stone, and a rock of offense, and whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. Romans chapter 9, amen, to the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the second segment, for July 25th, Saturday, amen. To the Bible and the Holy Spirit order, the third segment, for Saturday, July 25th, Genesis 20, for Samuel 17, 1 Chronicles 11, Genesis chapter 20. And Abraham journeyed from thence toward the south country, and dwelled between Kadesh and Shur, and sojourned in Gerar. And Abraham said of Sarah his wife, She is my sister. And Abimelech, King of Gerar, sent and took Sarah. God came to Abimelech in a dream by night, and said to him, Behold, thou art but a dead man, for the woman which thou hast taken, for she is a man's wife. Abimelech had not come near her, and he said, Lo, without slay also a righteous nation. Said he not unto me, she is my sister, and she, even she herself said, he is my brother. In integrity of my heart, and an the of my hands have I done this. And God said unto him in a dream, Yea, I know that thou didst this in the integrity of thy heart, for I also withheld thee from sinning against me. Therefore suffer thee not to touch her. Now therefore restore the man his wife, for he is a prophet. And he shall pray for thee, and thou shalt live. If thou restore her not, (laughs) know thou that thou shalt surely die, thou and all that are thine. Therefore Abimelech arose early in the morning, and called all his servants, and told all these things in their ears. The men were sore afraid. Then Abimelech called Abraham, and said unto him, Why hast thou done unto us, and why have I offended thee, that thou hast brought on me, and on my kingdom, a great sin. Thou hast not done deeds unto me that ought not to be done. And Abimelech like said unto Abraham, What sawest thou that thou hast done this thing? And Abraham said, Because I thought, surely the fear of God is not in this place, and they will slay me for my wife's sake. And yet indeed she is my sister. She is the daughter of my father, but not the daughter of my mother, and she became my wife. And it came to pass when God caused me to wander from my father's house that I said unto her, "This is thy kindness which thou shalt show me." At every place whither we shall come, save me. He is my brother. And Abimelech took sheep and oxen and men servants and women servants and gave them unto Abraham, and restored him Sarah his wife. And Abimelech said, Behold, my land is before thee, dwell where it pleases thee. And unto Sarah he said, Behold, I have given thy brother a thousand pieces of silver. Behold, he is to thee a covering of the eyes, unto all that are with thee, and with all other. And thus she was a pre So Abraham prayed unto God, and God killed Abimelech. And God healed Abimelech and his wife and his maidservants, and they bare children. For the Lord had fast closed up all the wombs of the house of Abimelech because of Sarah, Abraham's wife. Genesis chapter 20. Amen. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Now the Philistines gathered together their armies to battle, and were gathered together at Shoko, which belongeth to Judah, and pitched between Shoko and Azekiah and Hephaeth-Damon. And Saul and the men of Israel were gathered together and pitched by the valley of Eli, and set the battle on array against the Philistines. And the Philistines stood on a mountain on the one side. And Israel stood on a mountain on the other side, and there was a valley between them. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and a span. And he had a helmet of brass upon his head, and he was armed with a coat of mail, and the weight of the coat was five thousand shekels of brass. And he had greaves of brass upon his legs, and a Target of brass between his shoulders, and the staff of his spear was like a weaver's beam, and the spear's head weighed six hundred shekels of iron, and one bear and shield went before him. And he stood and cried unto the armies of Israel, and said unto them, Why are ye come out to set your battle in array? Am not I of Philistine, and ye servants to Saul? Choose you a man for you, and let him come down to me. If he be able to fight with me, and kill me, then will we be your servants. But if I prevail against him, and kill him, then shall you be our servants, and serve us. And the Philistine said, I defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. When Saul and all Israel heard those words of the Philistine, they were dismayed and greatly afraid. Now David was the son of that Ephraite of Bethlehem, Judah, whose name was Jess, and he had eight sons. And the man went among men for an old man in the days of Saul, and the three eldest sons of just went and followed Saul to the battle. The names of his three sons that went to the battle were Eliab, the firstborn, next to him, and Benadab, and the third Shammah. And David was the youngest. And the three eldest followed Saul. But David went and returned from Saul to feed his father's sheep at Bethlehem. And the Philistine drew near morning and evening and presented himself Forty days, and just said unto David his son, Take now for thy brethren Ephah of this parched corn and these ten loaves, and run to the camp to thy brethren, and carry these ten cheeses unto the captain of their thousand, and look how thy brethren fare, and take their pledge. Now Saul and they and all the men of Israel were in the valley of Elah, fighting with the Philistines, and David rose up early in the morning, and left the sheep with the keeper, and took and went, as Jesse commanded him, and came to the trench, as the host was going forth to the fight, and shouted for the battle for Israel and the Philistines, and had put the battle in array, army against army. And David left his carriage in the hand of the keeper of the carriage, and ran into the army, and came and saluted his brethren. And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion of the Philistines of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words, and David heard them. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. The men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that is come up? Surely to defy Israel is he come up, and it shall be that the man who killeth him, the king will enrich him with great riches, and will give him his daughter, and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth the Philistine, and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine, that he should defy the armies of the living God? And the people answered him after this man, saying, So shall it be done to the man that killeth him. And Eliab, his eldest brother, heard when he spake unto the men. Eliab's anger was kindled against David, and he said, Why camest thou down hither, and with whom hast thou left those few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride and the naughtiness of thy heart, for thou art come down that thou mightest see the battle. And David said, "Why have I now done? Is there not a cause? And he turned from him toward another, and spake after the same manner. And the people answered him again after the former manner. And when the words were heard which David spake, they rehearsed them before Saul, and he sent for him. And David said to Saul, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with the Philistine. And Saul said to David, how hard i able to go against this Philistine to fight with him. Where thou art but a youth, and he a man of war, from his youth. And David said in Saul Thy servant kept his father's sheep, and there came a lion and a hand bear, and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him, and smote him, and delivered it out of his mouth when he rose against me. I caught him by his beard, and smote him, and slew him. My servant slew both the lion and the bear, and the uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he had defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said unto David, Go, and the Lord be with thee. And Saul armed David with his army, and he put in home of brass upon his head. Also he armed him with a coat of mail, and David girded his sword upon his armor. And he said to go, for he had not proved it. David said unto Saul, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. David put them off of him, and he took his staff in his hand, and chose him five smooth stones out of the brook, and put them in the shepherd's bag, which he had, even in a scrip, and his sling was in his hand, and he drew near to the Philistines. And the Philistine came on and drew near unto David. The man that bare the shield went before him. And when the Philistine looked about and saw David, he disdained him, for he was but a youth and ruddy and of fair countenance. And the Philistine said unto David, Ha, 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 dog, that thou comest to me with Days. Then the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And the Philistine said, David, come to me, and I will give thy flesh into the fowls of the air and to the beasts of the field. Then said David to the Philistine, Thou comest to me with the sword, and with the spear, and with the shield. But I come to thee in the name of the Lord of hosts. The God of the armies of Israel, whom thou hast defied this day will the Lord deliver thee into my hand. And I will smite thee and take thy head from thee, and I will give the car- carcasses of the hosts of the Philistines this day to the files of the air and to the wild beasts of the earth, that all the earth may know that there is a God in Israel." And all this assembly shall know that the Lord saveth not with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's, and he will give you into our hands. It came to pass when the Philistine arose and came and drew nigh to meet David, that David hasted and ran toward the army to meet the Philistine. And David put his hand in his bag and took thence a stone and, <laughs> and slang it and smote. The Philistine in his forehead, that the stone sunk into his forehead, and he fell upon his face to the earth. So David prevailed over the Philistine with a sling and with a stone, and smote the Philistine and slew him. But there was no sword in the hand of David. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistine and took his sword and drew it out of the sheath thereof and slew him and cut off his head therewith. And when the Philistines saw their champion was dead, they fled. And the men of Israel... And O Judah arose, and shot, and pursued the Philistines, until thou come to the valley and to the gates of Ekron, and the wounded of the Philistines fell down by the way to Shearim, even unto Gath and to Ekron, and the children of Israel returned from chasing after the Philistines, and they spoiled their tents. And David took the head of the Philistine and brought it to Jerusalem. But he put his armor in his tent. And when Saul saw David go forth against the Philistines, he said to Abner, the captain of the host, Abner, whose son is this youth? And Abner said, As thy soul liveth, O king, I cannot tell. And the king said, Inquire thou whose son the stripling is. (laughs) And as David returned from the slaughter of the Philistine, Abner took him. Brought him before Saul with the head of the Philistine in his hand, and Saul said to him, Whose son art thou, thou young man? David answered, I am the son of thy servant Jess the Bethlehem. First Samuel chapter seventeen, amen First Chronicles chapter eleven. Then all Israel gathered themselves to David and the Hebron, saying, Behold, we are thy bone and thy flesh. And moreover in time past, even when Saul was king, thou was he that led us out and brought us in Israel. The Lord thy God said unto thee, Thou shalt feed my people Israel, thou shalt be ruler over my people Israel. Therefore came all the elders of Israel to the king, the Hebron, and David made a covenant with them in Hebron before the Lord. They anointed David king over Israel, according to the word of the Lord by Samuel. And David and all Israel went to Jerusalem, which is Jebez, where the Jebusites were, the inhabitants of the land. And the inhabitants of Zebus were said to David, Thou shalt not come hither. Nevertheless David took to the castle of Zion, which is the city of David. And David said, Whosoever smiteth the Jebusites." First shall be chief and captain. So Joab, the son of Zariah, went first up and was chief. And David dwelt in the castle there, for they called it the city of David. And he built the city round about, even from Milah round about. And Joab repaired the rest of the city. So David waxed greater and greater, for the Lord of hosts was with him. These also are the chief of the mighty men whom David had to strengthen themselves with him in his kingdom, and with all Israel, to make him king, according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. and This is the number of the mighty men whom David had Jashabim and Hachmanai, the chiefs of the captains. He lifted up his spear against three hundred, slain by him at one time, and after him was Eliezer, the son of Dodo the who was one of the three mighties. He was what David had passed in the in, And there the Philistines were gathered together to battle, where was a parcel of ground full of barley? They and the people fled from before the Philistines, and they set themselves in the midst of that parcel, and delivered it, and slew the Philistines, and the Lord saved them by a great deliverance. Now, three of the thirty captains went down to the rock to David into the cave of Adullam, the host of the Philistines encamped in the valley of Rephaim. David was then in the hole, and the Philistines' garrison was then at Bethlehem. And David longed and said, Oh, that one would give me drink of water of the well of Bethlehem that is at the gate. And the three break through the host of the Philistines and drew water out of the well of Bethlehem that was by the gate and took it and brought it to David. But David would not drink of it, but poured it out to the Lord and said, "Oh my God forbid it me that I should do this thing. Shall I drink the blood of these men that have put their lives in jeopardy? For with the jeopardy of their lives they brought it. Therefore he would not drink it. These things did these three mightiest. Now Abishai, the brother of Joab, he was chief of the three, for lifting up his spear against three hundred, he slew them and had a name among the three. Of the three he was more honorable than the two, for he was their captain, albeit he attained not to the first three. Benaniah, the son of Joab, the son of a valiant man of Kabzeel, who had done many acts. He slew two lion-like men of Moab. Also he went down and slew a lion in a pit in a snowy day. And he slew an Egyptian, a man of great stature, five cubits high. And in an Egyptian's hand was a spear like a weaver's beam. And he went down to him with a staff and plucked the spear out of the Egyptian's hand and slew him with his own spear." These things did Benai the son of Jehoiada, and had the name among the three mightiest. Behold, he was honorable among the thirty, but attained not to the first three. And David set him over his guard, also the valiant men of the armies were, as he held. The brother of Joab, Elihen the son of Dodo of Bethlehem, Shema the Hiri, Helas of Helathai, Ira the son of Ichesh, the Tikalai, Ibezer, the Anathai, Sebekai, the Hushasai, Eleai the Anahai, Ahari, the Nephi, Hela, the son of Behanai, the Nephi, Ashiai, the, the son of Ribai of Gibeah, that pertained to the children of Benjamin, Benaniah, the Presanah, Hurah, of the Rooks of Gash, Abideal, the Arbitha, Asmavis, and the Beharon. the Shalbani, the sons of Haitian, the Gizunah. Jonathan, the son of Sheg, the son the Heheron. Ahim the son of Saker, the Heheron. Eliphal the son of Ur, Hefer, the Mecarathe. Aisha, the Pelonite, Hezra the Carmelite, Nehari, the son of Ezbeah, Job, the brother of Nathan, Mimbar, the son of Hagar, Zelek the Hamanite, Nehari, the Bethraite, the armor-bearer of Job, the son of Sarai, Ira, the Ethraite, Gehra, the Ethraite, Uriah, the Hittite, Zabed, the son of Ahliah, Adonai, the son of Shizah the Reubenite, the captain of the Reubenites, and Thirty with him, Hanan, the son of Meachon, Jossaphat, the Mithonite, Uzai the Eshterite, Shema, the Jehel, the sons of Hotham, and the Ariite, Jadael, the son of Shemri, and Joah, his brother, the <laughs> <coughs> Eliel, the Mahabite, and Zerubbite, and Joshua, the sons of Yelam, and Nishma, the Moabite, <laughs> Eliel, and Obed, and Josiel, the Mizubite. First Chronicles chapter 11, Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit, order the third segment, for Saturday, July 25th, Amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit, order the fourth segment, Proverbs 15, Isaiah 30, Hosea 5, Proverbs chapter 15. A soft answer turneth away wrath, but grievous words stir up anger. The tongue of the wise useth knowledge of but The mouth of fools pours out foolishness. The eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding the evil and the good. A wholesome tongue is a tree of life. A perverseness therein is a breach in the pure spirit. A fool despises his father's instruction. But he that regardeth reproof is prudent. In the house of the righteous is much treasure. Then in the revenues of the wicked is trouble. The lips of the wise disperse knowledge, but the heart of the foolish doeth not so. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination to the Lord. But the prayer of the upright is his delight. The way of the wicked is an abomination unto the Lord. Be loveth him that followeth after righteousness. Correction is grievous unto him that forsaketh the way. And he that hateth reproof shall die. Hail and destruction are before the Lord. How much more than the hearts of the children of men? A scorner loveth not one that reproveth him, neither will he go into the waters. A merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance, but by sorrow of the heart the spirit is broken. The heart of him that have understanding seeketh knowledge, but the mouth of fools feedeth them foolishness. All the days that are afflicted are evil. But he that is of a merry heart hath a continual face. Better is little with fear of the Lord than great treasure and trouble therewith. Better is a dinner of herbs where love is than a stall dogs and hatred therewith. A wrathful man stirs up strife, but he that is slow to anger a piece of strife. The way the slothful man is a hedge of thorns but the way the righteous is made plain. A wise son maketh a glad father, but a foolish man despises his mother. Folly is joy to him that is destitute of wisdom, but a man of understanding walketh uprightly. Without counsel purposes are disappointed, but in the multitude of counselors they are established. A man hath joy, by the answer of his mouth, and a word spoken in due season. How good is it, the way of life is above to the wise, that he may depart from hell beneath. The Lord will destroy the house of the proud, but he will establish the border of the widow. The thoughts of the wicked are an abomination to the Lord, but the words of the peer are pleasant words. He that is greedy of gain, troubles his own house. But he that hateth gifts, shall live. The heart of the righteous, studieth the answer. But the mouth of the wicked, pours out evil things. The Lord is far from the wicked. But he hears the prayer of the righteous. The light of the eyes, rejoices the heart. And a good report, maketh the bones fat. The year that heareth the reproof of life abideth among the wise. He that refuses instruction devises his own soul. But he that heareth the reproof getteth understanding. The fear of the Lord is the instruction of wisdom, and before honor is humility. Proverbs chapter 15. Amen. Isaiah chapter 30. Woe to the rebellious children, saith the Lord, that take counsel, but not of me, and that cover with a covering, but not of my spirit, that they may add sin to sin, that walk to go down into Egypt, they have not asked at my mouth to strengthen themselves in the strength of Pharaoh, and to trust in the shadow of Egypt. Therefore shall the strength of Pharaoh be your shame, and the trust in the shadow of Egypt your confusion. For his princes were at own and his ambassadors came, the heinous. They were all ashamed of a people that could not profit them, nor be a help nor profit but a shame and also a reproach. The burden of the beasts of the south and land of trouble and anguish. From whence come the young and old line, the viper and fiery lions, fiery flying serpents. They will carry their riches upon the shoulders of young asses and their treasures upon the bunches of camels to people that shall not profit them. For the Egyptians shall help in vain and to no purpose Therefore, ever cry concerning this. Their strength is to sit still. Now go, write it before them in a the table, and note it in a book, that it may be for the time to come, forever and ever. That this is a rebellious people, lying children, children that will not hear the law of the Lord, which say to the seers, See none, and to the prophets, Prophesied not unto us right things, speaking to us smooth things, prophesy deceits. Get ye out of the way, and turn aside out of the path, cause the Holy One of Israel to cease from before us. Wherefore thus saith the Holy One of Israel, because ye despise this word, and trust in oppression and perverseness, and stay thereon therefore this iniquity shall be to you as a breach ready to fall swelling out in a high wall whose breaking cometh suddenly at an instant and he shall break it as the breaking of the potter's vessels that is broken in pieces he shall not spare so that there shall not be found in the bursting of it assured to take fire from the hearth or to take water with all out of the pit. For thus saith the Lord God, the Holy One of Israel, in returning and rest shall you be saved, and quietness and confidence shall be your strength, and you would not. But you said, No, for we will flee upon horses, therefore shall you flee, and we will ride upon the swift. Therefore shall they that pursue you be swift. One thousand shall flee at the rebuke of one. At the rebuke of five shall you flee, that you be left as a beacon upon the top of a mountain, as an ensign on a hill. And therefore will the Lord wait, that he may be gracious unto you. And therefore will he be exalted, that he may have mercy upon you. For the Lord is the God of judgment. Blessed are all they that wait for him. For the people shall dwell in Zion at Jerusalem. Thou shall weep no more. He will be very gracious unto thee at the voice of thy cry. When he shall hear it, he will answer thee. And though the Lord give you the bread of adversity, and the water of affliction. Yet shall not thy teachers be removed into a corner any more, but thy eyes shall see thy teachers, thy ears shall hear a word behind thee, saying, This is the way. Walk ye in, when ye turn to the right hand, and when ye turn to the left. Ye shall defy also the covering of it, thy graven images of silver, and the ornament, thy molten images of gold. Thou shalt cast them away as a mistress claw. <laughs> thou shalt say unto, Get thee hence! Then shall he give the rain of thy seed, that thou shalt sow the ground withal, and bread of the increase of the earth, and it shall be fat and plenteous. And that day shall thy cattle feed and large pastures, the oxen likewise and the young asses that ear the ground shall eat clean provender, which have been winnowed with the shell and with the fan. And there shall be upon every high mountain and upon every high hill rivers and streams of waters in the day of the great slaughter, when the towers fall. Moreover, the light of the moon shall be as the light of the sun, and the light of the sun shall be sevenfold. As the light of seven days, and the day that the Lord bindeth up the breach of his people, and heals the stroke of their wound. Behold the name of the Lord cometh from far, burning with his anger, and the burden thereof is heavy. His lips are full of indignation, and his tongue is a devouring fire. And his breath, as an overflowing stream, shall reach to the midst of the neck to sift the nations with the sieve of vanity. And there shall be a bridle in the laws of the people, causing them to err. Ye shall have a song as in the night when a holy calamity is kept, and gladness of heart, as when one goeth with the pipe to come into the mountain of the Lord, the mighty one of Israel. The Lord shall cause his glorious voice to be heard, and shall shew the lightning down of his arm with indignation of his anger, and with the flame of a devouring fire, with scattering, and tempest, and hailstones. For through the voice of the Lord shall the Assyrian be beaten down, which smote with the rod, and in every place where the ground of staff shall pass, which the Lord shall lay upon him, and shall be with tabre's and harps, and battles shaken will he fight with it. For Tefei is ordained of old, yea, for the king is prepared. He hath made it deep and large, the pile thereof is fire much wood. The breath of the Lord, like a stream of brimstone, doth kindle it. Isaiah chapter 30. Amen. Hosea chapter 5. Hear ye this, O priests, and hearken, ye house of Israel, and give ye ear, O house of the king, for judgment is toward you, because ye have been a snare on Mizpah, and a net spread upon table. And the revolters are profound to make slaughter. There I have been a rebuker of them all. I know Ephraim. And Ezra is not hid from me. For now, O Ephraim, now commit us whoredom. And Israel is defiled. They will not frame their doings to turn unto their God. For the spirit of ordinances is in the midst of them. They have not known the Lord. And the pride of Israel doth testify to his face. Therefore shall Israel and Ephraim fall in their iniquity; Judah also shall fall with them. They shall go with their flocks, and with their herds, to seek the Lord, but they shall not find him. He hath withdrawn himself from them. They have dealt treacherously against the Lord, for they have begotten strange children, now shall a month devour them with their portions. Blow ye the cornate in Gibeah, and the trumpet in Ramah. Cry aloud at Beth-Avon after thee, O Benjamin. Ephraim shall be desolate in the day of rebuke among the tribes of Israel. Have I made known that which shall surely be? The princes of Judah were like them that remove the bound. Therefore I will pour out my wrath upon them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment because he will and he walked after the commandment. Therefore will I be unto Ephraim as a moth, unto the house of Judah as rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah saw his wound, then when Ephraim did his hearing, and sent the king Jerob, yet could he not heal you, nor cure you of your wound. For I will be unto Ephraim as a lion, And as a young lion to the house of Judah, I, and even I, will tear and go away. I will take away, none shall rescue him. I will go and return to my place, till they acknowledge their offense and seek my face. In their affliction, they will seek me early. Isaiah chapter five, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit Order, the fourth segment for Saturday, July twenty fifth, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order. Fifth and final segment. John twenty one, first Corinthians fifteen, Hebrews four, Revelation eight. John Chapter twenty one. After these things, Jesus shewed himself again to disciples at the sea of Tiberias, and on this wise showed he himself. There were together Simon Peter and Thomas, called Didymus, and Nathaniel, and Canaan, and Galilee, and the sons of Zebedee, and two other of his disciples. Simon Peter said unto them, I go with fishing. <laughs> they say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into his ship immediately. That night they caught nothing. But when the morning was now come, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples knew not that it was Jesus. Then Jesus saith unto them, Children, have ye any meat? They answered him, No. And he said unto them, Cast that on the right side. of the ship, and you shall find. They cast, therefore, now they were not able to draw it for the multitude of fishes. Therefore the disciple whom Jesus loved says unto Peter, It is the loaf. Now when Simon Peter heard that it was the loaf, he girt his fishes, girding him, for he was naked, and did cast himself into the sea, the other disciples came in the little ship, for they were not far from, that land, from land. But as it were, two hundred cubits, dragging the net was fishes. As soon as they were coming to the land, they saw fire of coals there and fish laid thereon and bread. Jesus saith unto them, Bring us the fish which ye have now caught. Simon Peter went up and drew the net to the land full of great fishes a hundred and fifty and three and for all there were so many yet was not the net broken jesus saith unto them then, come and dine and none of the disciples durst ask them who art thou knowing that it was the lord jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise this is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples. After that, he was risen from the dead. <laughs> so, when they had dined, Jesus said to Simon Peter, "Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me more than these?" He saith unto him, "Yea, Lord." Thou knowest I love thee. He saith unto them, Feed my lambs. He saith unto him again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. He said unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest thou whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest now. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, Follow me. Then Peter turning about, saith the disciple whom Jesus loved, following, which also leaned on his breast at supper, and said, Lord, which is he that betrayeth thee? Peter seeing him saith to Jesus, Lord, and what shall this man do? Jesus saith unto him, If I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? Follow thou me. Then went this saying abroad among the children, that that disciple should not die. Yet Jesus said unto him, He shall not die, but if I will that he tarry till I come, what is that to thee? This is the disciple which testified to these things and wrote these things. And we know that his testimony is true. There are also many other things which Jesus did, which, if they should be written, every one, I suppose that even the world itself could not contain the books that should be written. Amen. John chapter 21. Amen. The book of John. Amen. First 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Moreover, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preached unto you, which also ye have received, and wherein ye stand, by which also ye are saved, if ye keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless ye have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures. And that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that, he was seen of about five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remained to this present, but some were fallen asleep. After that. He was seen of James, and then of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also, as of one born out of due time. For I am the least of the apostles, and am not meet to be called an apostle, because I have persecuted the church of God but by the grace of God I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain, but I labored more abundantly than they all. Yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach and so ye believe. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, I'll say among ye that there is no resurrection of the dead. But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen. And if Christ be not risen, then it is our preaching vain, and your vain is off of vain. Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, so be that the dead rise not, but the dead rise not; it is not Christ risen. And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain; ye are yet in your sins. Then they also which are fallen asleep in Christ are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead. And become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death. By man came also the resurrection of the dead. Whereas in Adam all die. Even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order. Christ the first fruits. Afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh in, when we, he shall have delivered up the kingdom of God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power, for he must reign, till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed in death, for he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted which did put all things under him. And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then all the Son also himself be subject. Unto him put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Else, what shall they do which are baptized for the dead, and the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptized for the dead? Why stand we in jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicing which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. If after the manner of men I have fought with beasts of Ephesus, why advantage it at me, the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink, for tomorrow we'll die. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness, and sin none. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. But some man will say, How are the dead raised up, and with what body do they come? Thou fool. That which thou sowest is not quickened except to die. And that which thou sowest, thou sowest not that body sh- that shall be, but bare grain. It may chance of wheat or some other grain. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him, and every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh. But there is the, One kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies, bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, and another glory of the moon, and another glory of the stars, for one star different from another star in glory. So, also... Is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown in a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body, and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written, the first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last Adam was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural. And afterward, that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is alone from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. And as we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood could not inherit the kingdom of God, Neither doth corruption inherit corruption. Neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be all changed. But we shall all be changed. In a moment, and the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, The dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, Then shall be brought to pass a saying that is written, Death swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. For as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. First Corinthians chapter 15. Amen. <laughs> Hebrews chapter 4. Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us uh, entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as was unto them. But the word preached did not mix profit them, not being mixed with faith and them that heard it. For we which have believed do not for we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, as I have sworn in my rest, as they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the world. For he spake in a certain place and the seventh day, and this wise, God did rest the seventh day from all his works. And in this place again, they shall enter into my rest, saying, Therefore remaineth that some must enter therein. And they to whom it was first preached, enter not in because of unbelief. Again, he limiteth a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time as it is said, today if you will hear his voice harden not your hearts for if Jesus had given them rest then would he not afterward have spoken of another day there remaineth therefore a rest in the people of God for he that is entered into his rest he also has ceased from his own works as God did from his let us labor therefore to enter into that rest lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Neither is there any creature that is not manifest in his sight, but all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him with whom we have to do seeing then we have a great high priest that is passed into the heavens jesus the son of god let us hold fast our profession for we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities but was at all points tempted like as we are yet without sin Let us, therefore, come boldly into the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help him in time of need. Hebrews chapter 4. Amen. Revelations chapter 8. And when he had opened the seventh seal, there was silence in heaven about the space of half an hour. And I saw the seven angels which stood before God, and to them were given seven trumpets. And another angel came and stood at the altar, having a golden censer. There was given unto him much incense, that he should offer it with the prayers of all saints upon the golden altar which was before the throne, and the smoke of incense which came with the prayers of the saints, ascending up before God under the angel's hand. And the angel took the censer, and filled it with fire of the altar, and cast it into the earth. And there were voices, and thunderings, and lightnings, and an earthquake. And the seven angels which had the seven trumpets prepared themselves to sound. The first angel sounded, and there followed hail and fire mingled with blood. They were cast up on the earth. The third part of trees was burnt up, and all green grass was burnt up. And the second angel sounded, and as it were a great mountain burning with fire was cast into sea, and the third part of the sea became blood. And the third part of the creatures which were in the sea, and had life, died. And the third part of the ships were destroyed. And the third angel sounded. And there fell a great star from heaven, burning as it were a lamp. And it fell upon the third part of the rivers, and upon the fountains of waters. And named the name of the star is called Wormwood. And the third part of the waters became Wormwood. And many, men died of the waters, because they were made bitter. And the fourth angel sounded, and a third part of them, the sun was smitten, and a third part of the moon, and a third part of the stars. So as the third part of them was darkened, and the day shone not for a third part of it, the night likewise. And I beheld. And heard an angel flying through the midst of heaven saying with a loud voice, Whoa, 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 to the inhabitants of the earth by reason of the other voice of the trumpet of the three angels which are yet to sound. Revelation chapter 8, amen. Through the Bible and the Holy Spirit order for July 25th, Saturday, amen.